Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of Stories Around Azeroth. I, as always, am Pete Titans Creed Netherco, joined by the one, the only, the greatest mechanome, soon to be, this side of Mechagon Island. I have to say that, Azeroth's a big place these days. How are you doing, Mr. Frasley? I'm doing awesome. Speaking of mechanomes, I just unlocked Rustbolt Friday night when the lights were down low. Because I had no place to go. What do you mean you just unlocked a Ross Bolt? I, I, I got the them to Exalted, so that way oh, I'd be ready. Right, well done. Congratulations, oh, thank you. my friend. So you got a rank 2 Essence? Yes. You got a rank 2? Rank 3. Rank 3 Essence, I believe. Yes. 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 Brilliant stuff. Hello to everybody that is joining us for episode 26. Uh, I, a lot of people pulled me up about this on Twitter. Uh, we didn't really celebrate. It was the fact it was episode 25 last week on our post-BlizzCon show. Uh, yeah, 25 episodes. It doesn't feel like it's episode 25 or episode 26 as it is now. Um, no, because it, it feels like you just said, hey, you're looking for a coast. like, hey, if you need a coast. And, and, then, and then like I feel like we've just been going out every week. I mean... There are, there are times it feels like we're still learning stuff. I mean, because... Oh, yeah. I mean, we 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 were able to finally drink a few episodes back, so that was good. And now we can finally do a, drive a rental car. So when we do the the big story party bus, we can now do that whenever we go to a, a foreign city. Absolutely. But yes, as always, uh, we are live streaming over on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. So we will be uh, getting questions from the chat as we do, if any arise, while we talk about weekly topics and everything that we're going to chat about tonight. So hello to everybody that's joining us live. If you're not joining us live, thank you very much for listening to us in uh, podcast form or if you're joining us on the VOD as well. Uh, as always, anyone that listens and comes and chats to us is all very much appreciated, even if it's after the fact and over on Twitter or on the social medias and everything else. But yes, Mr. Frasley, what have you been up to this week? So this week, I got the mechanomes to, to, to Exalted because I figured I might as well do that with with the ref buff. Yep. I did not do the Darkman Fair side. I, I, I'm, I missed out on one of the best weeks for rep, but uh, especially with the anniversary. But speaking of the anniversary, though, I went and after many, 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 many wipes, we wow. finally got the Deathwing mount. What was the boss that caused you the most trouble? Was it was it perhaps Lich King and Defile in melee? We did that one a few times. It actually was Ragnaros, believe it or not. Oh really? Oh the yeah. the living seeds and not running from side to side, or was it the hammer and the down group and the ads running to it? No, it was the seeds and like. Uh, the group not clustering together for the seeds. The seeds were everywhere. And I thought I could get out of a seed. So what does this gnome do? This warrior gnome? Go on. What did you jump to? I heroically, on accident, into a fireball. Good job. <laughs> Good job. And while I was also doing melee on Ragnos, I also uh, took a little bath in the lava once or twice. But you had fun. Oh, I had a, I had a blast, and uh, I, we we did it with like. But funny enough, I I did it with uh, Silverbolt and Spaz. So oh. it was like, I had just seen Silverbolt a week before, and we were running through, and I was like, oh look, it's Silverbolt. So we so we, we decided to run the raids together. together yeah. I I didn't realize that you'd uh, be able to partner up with uh, Spaz as well. I knew because he's on. 
Oceanic because he's over in Australia, isn't he? I didn't realize you'd yes. be able to play together like that. I think he plays on US, or at least has characters on US. Oh, that would make sense, actually. Yeah. And Gapo, it's not three or four times. I only fireballed once. I, 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 I took a lot of that two, two times. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, no, I haven't really done much. I did the anniversary. Uh, still adjusting to the new job myself, so it's just trying to find some time to play. I have been putting a lot of time into getting the um, uh, the horde. What's it called? The dire horn mount from the the pet that you raise in Zandalar. Yeah, I've been working on that. Those um, daily quests. So I'm on stage two at the moment. It's quite cool. Um, there's a lot of um, going around in the zone and bits and pieces from now and again. The big stop gaps once you fill up like the rep bar and it gives you another quest to do. Uh, they've been quite fun, like flying to the shrines and um, doing little helping out and just kind of like touching up and just like reminding him that this lower is still around in bits and pieces. So that's been a lot of fun. The anniversary was fun. Um, I think we had a couple of wipes. Uh, let me see. We definitely wiped at least once on Defile. And then we definitely wiped at least once on the Living Seeds. And otherwise, we had a really near, near mishap with the Safety Dance. Because uh, getting hit by the Dance does about 80% of your health. And the, the Aura, the Necrotic Aura, does a lot more damage than it does back in... It actually felt like Vanilla Nax rather than um, Wrath Nax how much it hit it was quite astounding uh, otherwise it was a lot of fun uh, i would really want to complain that it felt a little bit lackluster it feels like they've gone and made it a little bit too meme and self-referential in the fact like it's a small phase here's here's a little joke from chromie and we'll go on to the next thing but i mean i like those short things like that but that that's me i mean it, it I, I i i like the jokes but I do feel like it felt weird that it was a phase and then you didn't get the satisfaction of actually killing them. Like, oh, okay, go in and do this fight. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, before you defeat them, bye-bye. Like, I wanted to see them die. Yeah, it, it feels like you're just doing three bosses with... Uh, the, the biggest disappointment was Nefarian. I, yeah. Like, I get why they've done why they've done what they did there, but it would have been... I, I think a better structure would have been... A start of a fight for the first one, the middle of a fight, and the end of a fight. Yeah. But I do get why they haven't done it. Like, no, if on the far end, they're clearly not going to let you do it because of the positioning of the dragons, etc. And then, obviously, uh, kiting the skeletons in the final phase there. I get that. Um, when it comes to Raggy, obviously... Obviously, fights in Cataclysm aren't really built for 30 people. So, it's it's a little bit difficult to try and say, here, place a magma trap here. Oh, dear, there goes half your raid. Um, Nefarian, they weren't ever going to let you do phase one or three on that. One, two, or four on that fight, I guess. What was the last Cataclysm fight? Nefarian. Oh, Chugal. Ch I had no... Yeah. Why, why can't we just kill Chugal? Like, I, yeah. I didn't get it. Um, Vash was, Vash wasn't super disappointing because it dumps you into the, like, the semi-last phase, like, after the cores were done. 
uh, Capo in chat is saying that he wanted to relay the corrupt cause. That's not going to happen. Not in an LFR style raid. Like, um, it's yeah. gonna be, it's going to be one of those things where it's trying to make it as fun and as playable as possible without having to rely on specific tactics. The spore bat thing with them dropping all of the poison that can kill a lot of a lot of stuff. And do you know what what would have been cool if they could have done it? No. Because Tuesday, I actually was with a, with one of the raid teams of CTR, the, the rubber right. chickens. Yep. It would have been cool if you could have said, hey, I don't want the, like, as for fun, maybe this won't count toward the death rate mount. It would be cool to take this and scale up to a level based on the people in, in your group. That way you, you, could, you could take a raid team in and at least do it for fun, but actually have more... People who, because the, the issue that came with us was when we had people from LFR join our group, because we had a pretty sizable group of us going in as, as the chickens, yeah. and then yeah. getting getting randoms to pay attention and stuff like that was like. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not sure if you had anything, but there was no real communication in our group. Like there was 15 no. of us in a pre-made, and then the rest of it. Uh, the only time that ever happened, I think, was on the Lich King, when we wiped to the file and people just. Like, again, it's a fight that's not built for 30 people. It's 25 or 10. So there's always those extra five people. And with the fact that melee is a lot more fun, in my opinion, to play than a ranged right now, um, it's just... It's, it's one of those things that if Defile goes on melee, with the way the game works compared to how it worked in Wrath and TBC and Cataclysm... There's not really a lot of chance you're going to get out before Defar just eats the melee and then eats the rage ranged. It's it's just not going to happen. Um, yeah, it, especially it, with because the way you would do it is because DBM's obviously not built for this. Um, because at least on DBM back in Wrath, I remember on content you actually had a pre a five second pre warning for Defile going out, and then you actually had that cast bar which you'd specifically watch out for. So it'd be like you would tank Arthur's on one side of the map. He cast a file. Everyone like gets to a position where they have space between each other, so that it would only get like one or two people at most. But then you take him over to the other side of the room. It was all right. Again, I can see why they've done that phase more than anything else because you're not going to be able to transition the disease very well in phase one, and no one you're not going to be able to deal with going inside Throssmorn in phase the last phase because these are obviously all heroic scaled fights so i get it but again it would have some of these fights would have felt a little bit better i think yeah especially if you if you had the option to if you, if you had enough people or at least dropping off the uh the lfr i i that's where i'm thinking if blizzard wanted the to make it you compromise where you only get item level loot if you don't do lfr then you have to do lfr at least once to get the mount it, it, that way, if it feels because these fights I think would be fun in a, in a in a raid group during the event, but a group that is on. Are you are you saying that they should have it do do what it does in normal fights where it scales to the level of the raid, the level of the raid, the amount of players, and and to, to make it fair if they need fair, make it where your raid can 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 play it normal heroic, and just get eye level so that you can play it, but then if you get the, the, the mount and make everybody feel equal you have to yeah. do that up at least once because I think communication on some of these fights and people that you know are going to listen 
would be fun. And that, 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 because that's you, the problem you, with LFR. You've got to remember, it's something that we've talked about a while ago, Fraz, that if there's no perceived reward, what's the point in people doing the content? Because that's what an RPG and an MMO is there for. Like, if there's no perceived reward, uh, and I, well, I think we touched on it with Torghast last week when we when we were talking about like what you could you do after you do like X amount of stuff. If there's no yeah. perceived reward, what's the point in doing the content? It's that why, is true. It's why Islands still exist as a thing and will do until the end of the current expansion. Because to some people, those people who collect mounts and pets and everything else, there is a perceived reward for doing it. Yeah. So, unless they were going to put that in and then have... I mean, LF, that LFR drops 420 loot, I believe. Yes, and is, also a chance for the mounts. Well, yeah, but if you're if you're like me, you already have all the mounts. Um, we did see somebody... Well, then, uh, Pete, uh, <laughs> you. <laughs> um, I think we did see somebody, not in the raid group, and not in our guild, I should say, but someone did get the ashes drop from uh, Kalthas, so that was pretty cool. Nice. I don't know. There, there's a lot of stuff there. Little Nefarian's pretty cool. I like some of the. I like some of the the the, the pet specific moves that Little Nefarian has. Some of that's pretty cool. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, no, it's it's all right. I don't think I'd do it again, uh, personally. Like, yeah, yeah I've. I've just don't have that much time to really invest in in maybe getting a bit of loot like because right now for me i'm focusing my time now on the anniversary on all track valley because i'm kind of thinking now because i've unlocked mecha mechanome and vulpira i'm going to keep working on but we don't get that till january or later mm -hmm. i'm gonna i, I figured hey I'll, I'll i'll every time i'm in wow just go into all track valley and work on that because i just need 200 i'm at 54 or about there right now of time more batches I've so, only, yeah i've only popped in there once myself and i got to about 13 percent um i'm not sure if it's an account wide thing so i'm not sure if you can jump over from horde to ally to do some of the one-off quests uh but there does seem to be a couple of things that you could do like if you like i think somebody put it there was a four-step plan on reddit that i saw today it's just like step one if you got a fresh av Rush, pick up the quests, and do rams until you can no longer do rams. Then do two runs in the mines, and then get as many scraps as you can. Um, that was step two. Step three was, if you didn't get a fresh AV, quit and go AFK for 15 minutes, and then requeue, and then just repeat the cycle. So, there are, there are definitely ways to do it, because you can't... People are trying to play classic AV like it's modern AV, and you can't do that. It's not how the game works at all. Like... Yeah. It's going to make me seem old, but I remember leaving an AV back in the day and rejoining the next day, and it was still the same one going on. It's insane. Some, some of the classic AV. They don't last that long these days, but... I miss the, the, the quest, because AV always excited me about the... Uh about the, the the quest side and i hate that in modern av no one does quests because i always thought that was kind of cool like you could either be on the front lines bring me back home picking flowers doing yeah, the mine so I mean all the all the quests and the reinforcements they're meant to help a lot more with the end game of av that was the idea of it and now all it is in current av is just a tower zerg because yeah 
if you've got if you've got a decent semi all you need is a semi-decent pre-made with a tank maybe two to three healers and uh, if they're a good well geared enough tank then they can clearly they can tank um the opposing leader and like the last two um like mobs from the towers and then you can just deal with it but now no <laughs> you can't do that in classic like you, you yeah. need the reinforcements to do it and then there's obviously the reinforcement cap in modern which you know if you just kill the enemy so many times you automatically win it's all right it's all good it's all fun but yeah it's uh, at the moment where the mounts are a thing it's all it, it's very much all just people in the mines for those three badges and like it's it's really fun watching watching the differences of people uh, on reddit go yeah if you want this you need to do this and this is how it actually worked and this is what you need to do you need to work on these quests to get it done and then people in game that go if there weren't so many people in the mines and getting rams and everything else we'd be winning this game now we're just pushed back and it's just like just play the game enjoy the game yeah, exactly and, and put on some voice chat kind of some smooth jazz and just kind of be like no, oh, no smooth yeah. jazz smooth oh. jazz you can you can listen to smooth jazz if you're a gnome slash mecha gnome. However, okay. however, any other any other real player will just Netflix and chill. Um, <laughs> oh, mic drop! <laughs> Wait, uh, Netflix and chill. That would get you banned on Twitch. Any, any, yeah. Only yeah. if you stream it. <laughs> okay. Um, any other thoughts on the anniversary? No, I mean I think we we kind of went on it. I and I mean. Uh, Cap on chat, to, I mean, and it's kind of summed up some of some of what we feel in certain areas that it's it's not quite, it's kind of what we expected, but but also kind of blame it sometimes. It's it's, but definitely get out there, do it because yeah. the death amount's cool. I mean, and that's why I'm doing AV. Just figured it's something different to do. Death but, will take you about an hour of your time. Yeah. Um, AV. You're probably looking about three to four hours if you're able to get into some relatively fast games and bits and pieces. Uh, otherwise, you've got two months. Um, this doesn't end until January the 7th. I'm going to say 7th slash 8th, depending on time zones for where you are. But I have a feeling that after that, uh, that literally that week is when we'll get uh, 8.3 dropped on us. Yeah. Because I don't think they'll drop the anim I don't think they'll drop anniversary. Um, like I, I predict a January start for it anyway. Uh, but it coinciding with the end of the anniversary would make a lot of sense. So yeah, it's all good. But speaking of Nihilotha and eight point three, um, one of the bosses up for testing recently was the Fury of Nazoth, which was one of the last heroic bosses before they go into mythic testing. And, uh, oh my god, we actually see uh, the full carapace of Nazoth in that fight. And I link this to Mr. Frasley. What are your thoughts? Wow. So that is Nazoth's body? Yeah, so that's the actual carapace of Nazoth fight. Like, that's the, the penultimate boss before you actually go and fight Nazoth itself. That is... So that, uh, that data mine cutscene is not on that boss itself uh that data mine cutscene is on the last boss that we've seen so far i just gotta say nazoth is thick oh, jesus christ frasley stop trying to be hip and down with the kids <laughs> okay i'm sorry i i i i'm just trying to be like 
the the uh had the OG memes and stuff like that and uh and I mean I mean otherwise we'll get you we'll get you to off of the podcast. What is an OG meme, if I may ask? The original gangster meme, like Oh uh, right, the original gangster meme. Yeah. Got ya. Brilliant stuff. Uh, for those of us not joining on live chat, that is uh, a large amount of face palms, frazzly face palms that we are getting in chat right now because of that. So yes, yes. Uh, there's a lot of that happening right now. But yes, uh, it looks amazing. Uh, it it's, does. Uh, it's part of the skybox and everything else, and it's credit to the art team that once again the Nilo for raid itself looks amazing. So if you actually get a chance, even if you just do LFR to just go in there and look at the scenery, I would. I would absolutely suggest you do so. Just just even if you just want to look at the skybox and then get reported AFK, whatever you want to do. Uh, but yeah. it, it's, it looks it looks so good. There's apparently going to be something that we're going to be want to farming this off for as a drop. Who knows what that is yet? No one does. Uh, I have a feeling that a lot of work between now and December when people go on holiday is going to be working on the outdoor content because apparently it's very lackluster in... Uh, in contrast, which pretty much sums up BFA in general at the moment, which is kind of blah. But there we go. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to doing the visions. Probably we'll try and stream some of those and do some of the outdoor content, some of the invasions and bits and pieces. Stuff to yeah. do. I'm not I, sure. I'm what... enjoying. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm enjoying the, the ability to have more soloable content. Because there are times that I, I want to get in and it'd be nice to have some content that I can get in and out and, and do. I mean, that's 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 one reason why, like I said last week, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to Torgas huh. because to be able to have content, if I can't get a group of people, then... So, I'm, I'm not sure if I need to... We'll, we'll talk about the outdoor content quickly uh, while we're on the subject of it. Um, I'm not sure if I've read it correctly, but it seems to be an ongoing weekly thing because it, it from week to week it will change between Mr... P uh, not Mr. Pandar bloody hell uh the veil of eternal blossoms and all them uh from what i've heard because obviously depending on where it is is where the uh the raid entrance is for that week so that'll be moving around with it as well but like i'm not sure if if you could actually do a little like that bar you're meant to fill up over the case of the week you know rather than just spam it all out in a day or you can go there every day and do a different world quest and bits and pieces. So I, th I, th I don't think there's really been a lot that actually says like you're not meant to try and spam this out in a day. I'm gonna guess it's probably not meant to spam it out because they want you to keep coming back. They want content for yeah. you to do. But we'll, we'll see. Because I mean, that's an awful lot to ask though, if you think about it. Like if you're if you if you if you've just got the one main character that you want to do, and you go right, well I'll log in my once a thing because world quests re reset every day. I'll do my world quests and then I'm done on my main. But then if you've got to do alts and you want to try and gear up your alts at the same time, you know that means you've got to do all of that content repeatedly. You know, and it yeah. it feels like it's going to be a little bit draining. One reason why it would be nice to put with account wide, but then the account wide would. Oh well, it depends. Like it depends if there's any class specific reward for doing it on for, for completing a vision on every character. I know there are some data mined achievements, and it looks like the visions in the major cities seem to be have three tiers of difficulty. 
Uh, I saw in Wowhead there's like the uh, the vision of Olgrimmar, the horrific vision of Olgrimmar, and the most horrific vision of Olgrimmar. So I'm not sure. I I know that there are toggleable skulls to like up the difficulty when you're doing a vision. Now I'm not sure if it's just like the the hero the the vision of Olgrimmar is just no skulls. Um, like the horrific vision of Orgrimmar is like one to three skulls that you've got activated and the most horrific vision is all of them. I'm not sure if that's a thing. I do like the idea of the customizable difficulty that if you want to make it a little bit harder then you can and obviously yeah. I believe by toggling those you get an extra resource to buy the higher item level account bound gear. But um, yeah, there will be people that are just not going to have time to do all of this content. And don't get me wrong, I like having something to do as much as the next guy. But I don't want to have to come in from work and then spend eight hours of my life that I should be sleeping and eating and doing chores trying to do all of my characters. I mean, but personally, I'm, I'll only do, do my Demon Hunter, but there are people that will do all of the alts and everything else. But you're the one who would always tell me, gotta play WoW, gotta play WoW every day. Yeah, you play WoW every day. You don't play it until you burn your life away. Oh, true. Yes. Yes. But, I mean, WoW's life. WoW is life. Especially for a lot of the few of us, at least. But, yeah. My goodness. Everything in moderation, as Rezurus in chat is saying. Except coffee. You never need to moderate coffee. Uh, I do moderate coffee, as it is not in my life whatsoever. Um, yeah. Who knows? So, <clears throat> remember that this content's going to have to be lasting us until Shadowlands release 9.0, the pre-patch, as Mr. Learwild has pointed out in chat. Um, I know there's probably nothing in those, and you're doing it for value for the benefit of the video stream, but... Um, yes. I, I had... <laughs> I'm in moderation. I have three different water bottles next to me. I got a moderation. Indeed. We are going to um, sidestep into our big talking point for the week as we mentioned last week on the cast we're going to kind of look at bits of shadowlands that are coming at us over week and week instead of trying to jam everything into a one hour cast and normally we have about a 30 minute chat on a specific thing this week we're just gonna have a quick natter about the covenants nothing major um wowhead the brilliant folk over at wowhead have literally just done a like an overview guide and they've split everything down into different things so you can look at the expansion overview covenants overview class changes brilliant stuff over at wowhead if you don't look at any of their stuff and just click on the recent news post i would absolutely go and suggest it they've got a brilliant stuff set up but for what we do know there are four covenants that are coming and obviously they're split off between the four zones and uh the more which is going to be the end game zone, apparently doesn't have a covenant that we know of yet. And this obviously yeah. doesn't include any covenant that we may get as a patch covenant. Yeah, I could see one thing that Ian said during the What's Next that, that stuck with me is he said, here are the zones as of right now about Shadowlands. So yeah. I see them adding more Shadowlands and maybe, you know, we got allied races in, in BFA. I see us getting new covenants and new zones for covenants. Um, from what we have ascertained so far, the Covenants are going to look like they're going to work like a class hall, kind of. 
um, and bits and pieces. So the four that we are aware of are Bastion, which are kind of like, I want to say, light-infused Halls of Valor type folk uh, and everything else. you got Maldraxxus, which is the Necrolords, which is basically Think Nax Ramus and that sort of styling. You've got Ardenweald with the Night Fey, which is very much Emerald Dreamish and everything else. And then for you super goth edgelord people, we've got Revendreff with the Venfear. Now, what we know in terms of cosmetics is that there'll be a mount for each faction. And there'll be uh, like a cosmetic armor between plate, leather, cloth, and... Plate, leather, cloth, and mail. That's the last one. I often have to work through what, what classes can use which. Um... Some of them look really cool. They're very themed to some of this stuff. Some look better than others. But, um, I don't know. Have you got a covenant in mind, Mr. Frasley, that you would jump to as your first playthrough? Mine is actually, I want to play through them to see what they're like. But I'm really looking at Revendra. I think that they look really you cool. You edgelord. I, I think it's, it's like, I like the vampires. I like the biting. Well, not the biting, but I like all the different things. And I like the, the castle. The the Transylvania castle really makes me excited. I mean, because, again, Frasley's not totally a bastion of the light. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to see what they get what, what they get on each on each covenant. But Revendreth is really, really appealing to me. How, how, how about you? I, honestly, I haven't got close to making that decision yet. Um, being that I will generally play through on my main character first it will probably be whichever covenant ends up being the best choice for that character the others i'll probably do as cosmetic choices and bits and pieces and work through to unlock it's annoying that there are four covenants and only and at maximum three of each armor class because otherwise because i have a feeling they'll they'll ease off on the the covenant restrictions towards the end and i swear to god blizzard if you literally put in a feat of strength that turns around and goes get exalted with every covenant on one character i will work my way over to blizzard headquarters and i will cry on that statue are you making a covenant with the with the listeners about that I hope the next time you do an Iron Man stream, you perish. Ow! Ow! That cuts deep. Um, like those orcs that, that destroyed my one iron. Indeed. Um, but the biggest thing to remember about Covenants is that there's going to be a main concurrent story that we have to work through in each zone first. And then when we hit max level, we'll be choosing the Covenant and doing an endgame story with them. So essentially, you do get to work out the base of what each covenant is really going to give you as you're leveling through it reminds me of the free companies in final fantasy 14 i i don't know if you'll be able to switch but it, you may like how final fantasy no, 14 you, you can you... you can switch three companies quite easily well i mean in wow I, I don't know if wow make you let you switch so i have a feeling it will be very similar to how you switch from outdoor to scryer which was a lot of hand-ins. Okay. Like a repeatable quest that you could, like, if you... I, I cannot tell you how how much, how many spiders I killed in that forest outside Shatrath. Many, many spiders died that day. 
because I, I did that changeover twice. Once back in TBC and once in a post-Wrath world uh, because they put in a feat of strength, but they didn't retroactive it, activate it. And so I did it again and I got the achievement a week before they made it actually retroactive. Oh, oh. It, literally, I got the achievement pop and then the following week, it was just like, I saw people logging in again, and I was just like, you what, bruv? But um, I imagine that might be... Uh, it might be similar to how they did... Um, uh, what's it called? The the Sholazar Basin. Yeah, with the different... With with, the, the, with wolf pups and the, the murloc fish guys. My god. I yeah. Forget I forget the race names at this time. I'm sure someone will correct me in the live chat. Um... But yeah, then apparently once we've done the leveling stuff, any alts, Wolvar and Oracles, thank you very much, Leo World. Um, uh, once you've done the main story and got to max level, any alt you go through, not only gets to split away from doing any of the fixed leveling path that you have to do, but also means that you can pick a covenant that you want to pair with right off the off. Now, I don't think that means that you can do the given like endgame story with that covenant. I'm in no fashion of my brain that they'll they'll keep that gated off until you get to max level. But it does mean that I think it gives you that covenant ability and in any zone. Thank you. Um, you know. So I think that that will give you that, and then you can still level, but you'll have that Covenant ability, is what I think you'll get. Which will be pretty yeah. cool. Um, there are a couple of maps that I'm looking for. You've mentioned Revendreth already, and a lot of interviews have specifically said that a lot of the idealism for Revendreth was Castlevania-themed, where you're in, the, in a massive castle, and you're going through pretty much all of that castle. That I'm really down with. Yeah. You know, I think it, that could be really cool. It kind of reminds me of the, the giant tower city in Final Fantasy XIV again. I thought that, you, the heaven's word, I love that city, how you have different levels, and it's it's all one big thing. I, I'm always for I'm more maps that, that aren't just your open world thing. I, I like when they try new new abilities. I, 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 would, I would not mind just one giant... Oh no, I'm, I'm, getting, the, I'm getting at the whole Mechanome level. Anyway, let's go on, let's go on. Um, I think what a lot will, a lot of things that will uh, determine what covenant people choose are going to be the soul binds because they're going to be pretty much covenant specific. Now, they took Revendreth as an example at BlizzCon and they showed two things, but they've also mentioned that a major soul is going to be uh, in these certain places. Like they mentioned that Kael'thas will be in Revendreth. Yes. Now, what I'm wondering is is quite just like legion where we got additional bodyguards in later patches will we be working at will the end game major story revolve around these major souls in the zone so will those people that pick revendreth will they be working to do kael'thas's soul and working with that and then is part of those patch quest lines is it going to be you know we've worked towards the redemption of x soul or we've done something so then we get to soul bind with kael'thas that would be pretty cool and and let you they did mention agency 
What if you either work to redeem them or to... I think you have to be very careful with that sort of thinking because we'll take Arthas as an example here, okay? Yeah. The Arthur story is played out. Yeah? The, yeah. Between, between the book and Warcraft 3 and Wrath of the Lich King, we've had Arthas' story. It's well told. They did very well to end that story at a good stopping point. Now, if we went and Arthas' soul is in the moor, or we find out more of his story in um, in the Tower of the Damned and everything else, but we get to work and, like, we redeem that soul. We, we redeem Arthas. Can you imagine what sort of ripple in any sort of storytelling or that could be? That we redeem these major player souls and we bring them back in some form or another to Azeroth or something else like that. Or they find a way to come back through the Shadowlands into the mortal plane. Yeah. Because I could see that being... Now, don't, I was thinking... I, I'm all for having Uther as a main story if you want to work with Bastion. Kael'thas as the main as the endgame main story and working with that soul and eventually having a soulbind with them in a later patch. But you've got to be very careful by turning around and redeeming Kael'thas or Arthas, you know? It's it's a very fine line that the writers have to do. Yeah. And it has to be able to work with the whole story because whatever you do there like they won't let you choose to either redeem or damn them further you because then otherwise my in my game arthas is damned and your game kael'thas is damned and that would well yeah i mean kael'thas had an interesting story you got to remember that like if in warcraft 3 he's there to save his people and that he's gone through stories of racism and everything else to working with Illidan and Vash and everybody else who's everybody else is who's reviled by the world to eventually f leave Illidan kind of to go and find another source of power to help his people to eventually working with the Legion you know it, he, yeah and then working with the Legion is nigh on I want to say is nigh on redeemable but, uh, you know, this is Warcraft. No one ever dies in Warcraft. Speaking of the player itself as well. But redemption for these characters, I think, might be too far. Yeah. I don't know. As I said, I'm look I look forward to the stories. And I think that the Major Souls will be a big part of that. I think that's yeah. how the story has to kind of go. Is tell the story of these. Because this is what this is all about. It's all about seeing these souls again and redoing everything else are we gonna see varian in maldraxxus fighting off the waves of the necrolords and everything else if uther's gonna be with bastion well that is an interesting question because like Vol'jin got stabbed so he became one of one of the one of the one of the lowest right so it's it's a difficult tale to retell Vol'jin got made war chief Vol'jin got stabbed by Legion. Vol'jin shouldn't have died to that in any way, shape, or form because he said that the 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 guidance of the lower was mysterious. Like it felt like it was blocked, and 
he's obviously gone to the afterlife after people have whispered to put Sylvanas, which we assume is now the jailer because of everything that's happened. And uh, he has then come back to us because it appears that whatever guided him to say to Sylvanas is not the same being that raised them. So people are assuming he has the power of a lower, but apparently <sighs> I can't remember the exact words that were said in the quest line, um, but they said it's a different power than what would be used to raise someone as a Valkyr, a noble Valkyr. Now that I'm assuming that means that someone at Bastion has had a hand tied to it rather than just the Arbiter, who's apparently everything is just going straight to the moor and avoiding the Arbiter whatsoever. So is the story of Bastion going to be about Uther and talking about Vol'jin? There's going to be four big stories that this game is going to try and tell us over the course of the expansion, as well as the major story to deal with the Moor and the Jailer. Yeah, and and it's real a lot more linear till you till you choose which which covenant that you want. Then you get that yeah. slice of the that story. I I feel I feel like the path to the path to sixty is is going to be is very much going to be your standard these are your places in x zone these are your small things in this is what makes bastion bastion this is what makes revendreth revendreth you know they're, they're going to be the standard fare and bits and pieces trying to solve the small problems in each given zone and learning about the covenants that are there and then the end game is going to be like oh you've chosen to align yourself with the then fear come to our covenant thing and we'll we'll teach you anima and you can see you can come and help us destroy the the soul of kaelthas i still i still have this feeling that at least one or two of the covenants you're going to join them you're, you're going to find like a well you thought this is who we were really this is what we didn't tell you till we initiated you i i, I just like bastion's one i'm still holding on to there's some I could be totally wrong, could be totally off base. I think, see, part of my brain when you say that is like, will the other covenants pl try to play the, you off against the other covenants? But then part of me is like, well, the Shedlands is meant to be all working within order of everything else. Like, each covenant is there to fulfill, is there to fulfill something with else that's within the shadowlands you know yeah um i don't know it's there's a, again i'm just gonna go back in and say there's lots of stories to be told here that, that's yeah. the main thing if they tried if they if they really tried to play if baton tries to play us off against maldraxxus and you know i know i'm using the zone names rather than the covenant names but there we go the zone name seems to be a little bit easier to say and don't sound half as edgy as Necrolords. <laughs> um, Necrolords, rise up! That's it. But it's, it's, it's definitely going to be interesting. Um, I don't know. You, 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 is that what you're, you're going to start with on, on Frasley? Are you going to start with the Venthyr? Possibly. I'm, I'm going to play through all of them. But that's the one, both like the transmog. I have not pitted the abilities like that you get on against each other, but I'm kind of also going for. I'm not always a min maxer, so I'm going for no. what do I think looks cool, and 
right now that one appeals to me a lot. I don't know, I don't know why. If it could be the castle, but I think that would be kind of cool to be because I guess I mean Drosfar is my favorite zone in in all of uh, BFA. I mean they're all there is the one I found the most joy out of. I, I'd agree with that. Um, it's de- because I think it's because it's so different. You know, it's 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 very different compared to Stormsong Valley and uh, Tears of Guard Sound in how in how it plays a part and it has its own story. But there's you raise a good point. I mean, what's going to happen with Drosfar? You know, I mean, where do where does where does the kind of like post death stuff from Drosfar work in the Shadowlands? They were saying that I think we're we're going to find some more because the the drust is in the shadowlands i was hearing one of the ones was about so i think we're going to see some of that i think i like i think the drust is either going to be as part of ardenwild or it will be a part of revendreth one of the things was about how when we're in the shadowlands stuff's happening at home so they were saying that there's going to be we're going to see a story like our neck still works on on NBFA. And they were saying that that we're gonna find some things. Yeah, so the, the, the heart of Azeroth is going to work as it normally does on any Azeroth zone, essentially. It's just taking it to the Shadowlands because it's like a separate reality, even though it works perfectly fine on uh, Dranor, uh, that it will be too far apart from Azeroth and it won't work quite as well. So, yeah. It's fair enough. They're just trying to get to a point where it doesn't feel as draining as the Azerite system. And it'll be something to keep whenever they bring in um, BFA time walking. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. What about you? What about yourself, Mr. Presley? As, as we hear more and more, are you still looking forward to it? Yeah, and I like anything that gives you more, more player agency. I think that that's I like being able to customize stuff. I mean, the same that way that we're getting awesome customizations of our character. Anything to make the game feel different on my character, I'm all for. It's one of the one of the things that I still regret not getting into Star Wars: The Old Republic for because of how much you can make that game feel different. Except that all the choices at the end didn't matter anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. I've played Star Wars: The Old Republic. You can't turn that chestnut on me. If player agency revolves around the stories that the like there are actual choices that make a difference in the covenants that you do i'm all for it but i don't want it to be just a cosmetic choice which is like a research choice or something else like i'd like to do something that changes the covenant in the way that you know is good now what if the anima that we're getting that we use part of the covenant what if there's like a choice for that is like player wide that they can choose to do you know like how um in legion on uh, the broken shore you had a choice to plumb extra resources into choosing a specific building to do that week what if yeah. in covenants there was a choice to use your anima that you get in that week to make a certain design choice in your covenant and that gives you player agency in that fashion so it kind of a temporary thing. Okay, I, I can be for that. I mean, I, I I'd still be fine the same way in, in Warlord. You got the agency of what buildings do you want in your garrison? Yeah. What buildings do you want in a zone? 
it may not be, apply to everybody, but I would be fine with small changes here and there, like some of the ones where do they or do they have it where like you 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 do something in a city and you yeah the the archaeology you know like when you do the archaeology you then go back to the archaeology and you put the shop. pristines on the wall yeah yeah S stuff that only applies to you but you know like I did that like the the warrior hall all the transmog sets that was cool that like I did yeah. that right so I'd be fine if it's not story wide agency but just agency in general like I would love to have you go into a, a place because we'll we'll never be able to do a Mass Effect. We'll never be able to do a you either saved an entire civilization or you did mass genocide of an entire. We we won't be able to do that. Though I, I did have that choice in Mass Effect. Well, I, I, that's that's the big difference between a single player game and a multiplayer game to the level of a MMO. I think now that they've had a chance to investigate player choice with BFA to a degree with. The Sylvanas Loyalist stuff, and I assume there might be something to do with the Nazoth headpiece as well, which I still need to pick up on another alt before January rolls around. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, gotta get my I crown on an alt do. for a toy. Yep, yep, definitely need to do that. Um, I think they might investigate it more as time goes Cause... on. And I think having a choice, especially since they're just. <sighs> It feels like it was a buzzword they were throwing around at BlizzCon. Like, just player agency just felt like a buzzword that they want to drum into your head that that's what they want to do. I think we'll see more. And I think it will do with Covenants, especially if, as I think, the main endgame story with your given Covenant is the Major Souls. And I don't think we'll get the you change the storyline for everything. I think we're going to no. get the one where you see a change in your story or you see a, a like even the covenant choice whatever covenant you choose you will see their side of the story but you're, you're not going to ultimately change the main story the main story yeah no absolutely I think... there'll be a main and... story that they want to tell and then if you chose a or b and it'll be a very easy a or b like you told the guys at the covenant that kaothas was doing this or you you helped kaothas and didn't tell the covenant then I think it'll be a very obvious choice to make, but there'll still be an overall story, but there'll be a benefit if you did A or B, whichever way they want yeah. to take that. And I'm, I think one thing I was, one thing, one thing I was hearing, unless I'm also mishearing again, is that in your Covenant City, just like the garrisons, you will build certain things how you want it. So things will look a little different. You'll get different decorations. It would be I, nice. I, like treat it as like a big garrison make it like everybody's in that in that garrison but you 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 get to change what building it so i mean as long as they don't as long as they don't change the design too much you could have multiple people in different looking buildings on the outside and the inside it's the same layout because otherwise you would have somebody sitting in a fire you'd have somebody sitting in a bed i mean yeah th there's logistics there but it, i would love to ha be able to change change things i mean i do like that the encourage event that we do every year you get to choose for your region yeah which flag flies yeah if you win and the, i think the fight. Yeah, yeah. I, and i and i think we we need more of that like it'd be cool to even have like micro holidays where things change because of something, something that you did or it would be nice if the micro holidays did do something a little bit more to 
Do you know what a nice micro holiday I'd like to be in the game? What? A celebration around an expansion launch or something, you know? That like, would be cool. Just like, a weekend. I remember the... The weekend where TBC launched, you could just do a thing where there was an event at the Black, um, at the Dark Pool. Obviously, it'd be a yeah. little hard compared to Warlords, but um, you could do the same with Wrath, where there was a small celebration at uh, Berean Tundra or oh, Howling Ford. You could do like mini celebrations there. Yeah. When it comes uh, like... to Mists, there could be a big celebration in the Vale. Obviously, might be a little bit harder with 8.3 around the corner. Um, but they're, Legion they're... could either be... I remember the assault when they happened, or I remember when... I was there when I saw in the sky Argus there. I mean, we I mean, just be... Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, Le and yeah. like stuff stuff like Legion could be... Easy to, there could be like a celebration in Dalaran. Uh, BFA, there could be celebrations in Zoldazar or... Morales. Yeah, yeah. I mean, be, it'd be stuff to it'd be stuff that'd be interesting just over different weekends of the year. Like one they could do easily is a a funeral for Vol'jin or a funeral for Varian. I mean, I mean, just have like yeah. at certain points they're sitting up to remember. I mean, just yeah, show players like the wolves are there learn this, but if not, you learn the history of what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Like even if they just put in the 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 things that you could see the cutscenes of uh, a bit a lot like what they've done with the anniversary where where you're going through the cameras of time you've got the option to see the cutscenes even though you could do that from the main menu of the game or you can see like all the other cutscenes that they've put into the game like the Wrathgate and other bits and pieces as well which are a little bit harder to get to and watch. Yeah, I think I, this again this goes back to something else where we talked about uh, expanding collection collection tab. But there should be a way that if you've seen a given cutscene in game, then you could go to like the archaeology trainer or the historian in your major city and go, I want to sit there and watch this instead of going over to YouTube and being like, oh, I want to watch this, you know? Yeah, and, and, and see your character as they remember it through it, not just some random character. Because that always makes me feel cool when you see your character in that in the in-game cutscenes, yes. like it, it makes you feel like you're you're there. Well, it makes you, you it makes you feel like you're part of the story. Yeah, it, it's one reason why I enjoyed the the bard quest in Final Fantasy fourteen. You you did Ultima once, then you went back with the bard Ultima, and you saw it. So I'm totally like eccentric Ramped and up, and, and yeah. yeah, but that was fun, and, and and that was a fun reward for finishing Ultima. Which also goes back to that. I still want a bar thing. I, I want to be able to sit around and sing and, and stuff like that. I, I was saying, like, like imagine, like, even, like, a DDR. Like, I, I, you're healing your party, and your party has to move in time to, to get your heals, or they get... I think having some sort of support bard class would be good to have for raiding benefits. And again, I think it would work well if you could have the same class on different characters and just level them up instead of having to because that way you're you're doing your one thing is your character and everything else but it, it's something that will never happen in warcraft just based on how the game works and everything else yeah but i think that's about it i think we've pretty much run out of time for this week my dear frasley how how the time has flown i i know that's about podcasting is you you, you get in there it's already gone you're like what 
did the, where did the time go? Where did the time go? Well, thank you very much for joining us live, if you have done. Otherwise, thank you very much for listening to the audio version or catching us on the video on demand over on YouTube. Mr. Frasley, where can they find you around the internet if they haven't done so already? You can find me on Twitter at FrasleyTastic, where I do puns and different things. You can find me on GnomePodcast.com, where every week I talk with different people and some people in chat. Uh, one of them, uh, I, I, I just talked with them and we'll be recording soon. You'll hear, you'll hear that in December. And uh, you can also find me on Twitch, doing different things like Ultra Valley and stuff at Gnome.Live. Uh, yep. So, as always, you can follow me on the main account on Titans Creed. You'll see that right there. You can find me on my personal one on at Gaming Phoenix, where I will literally just... It'll just be, like, the latest video will be streaming, uh, and that sort of news. It won't be just my, my random thoughts or anything like that. You can find us live, where we do podcasts like this, or where, I can, where I'll stream video games like World of Warcraft, where I'll race my good friend Andy in video games. You can find that over on twitch.tv slash Productions. Or you can catch the videos on demand uh, like this one over on youtube.com uh, slash Project Phoenix Productions. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you very much for listening, watching, sharing, whatever you do around this wonderful world of internet while you're playing the wonderful game we like to call home in World of Warcraft. Once again, thank you, Mr. Frasley, for joining me as always. Until next time. Be awesome. Indeed, be awesome, ladies and gentlemen. And until next time, we'll see you for the next episode of Stories Around Azeroth. Take care and have fun. <laughs>